Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Jax, I'm excited about this episode. I'm really excited because, um, well, we can get into it in a second. It's but your first podcast. Yeah. First podcast ever. Maybe the last. We'll see how this first goes. First and last. Yeah. 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 Well, it's good that you arrived naked because that's how we <laughs> like to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. Listen, what we do at the top of the episode um, is we ask our guest, it doesn't matter who it is, it's quite awkward for them, to look down the lens of the camera and try and describe in 30 seconds who they are. So you basically okay. have to try 30 seconds to give your uh, Wikipedia of who you are. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right, good luck. Go. I'm Jax, an ex Royal Marine. Turned creative, left the military to found a creative agency. Two years later, sold that to Berkshire Hathaway, worked in-house developing technology for the military, left that world behind two and a half years ago, and now building the world's most purpose-driven creative agency. Oh my God. It, that was great. That was really unbelievable. That. Well, I've covered it's my whole life now. There's, there's yeah. nothing else to Should we wrap it up there? Yeah. 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 The world's shortest podcast done. Like you said that like you've done, you do that every day. Did you I say did that? have a little look on Instagram when they might ask me this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it also felt like someone was holding you at gunpoint. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go, yeah. So it's the lens that does it when you look down there. <laughs> so this is your first ever podcast? Yeah, first ever. Uh, what uh, made you uh, pick this one? Why Was that my fault? That was your fault, yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> Jamie, did he, he cornered you at an event. Yeah. yeah, I think it made That's sense. How we get most of a... our guests <laughs> cornered <laughs> at an event by Jamie Lang. <laughs> oh shit! Here that, was, comes. that was my yeah. first ever talk, and I really, really didn't want to do it. And I was like, moments away before going on that stage, just going, "I'm going to go home and I feel sick." Yeah, and then yeah, I did it, and then you were one of the first people I walked off and and yeah. spoke to. Yeah, um, yeah, and then so I just I thought it made sense to to do this. What it, were you speaking about? Speaking about New Eva and what we're trying to do in the industry. So, okay. but I kind of started with the start of my life and how I kind of going from school into the Marines and that kind of journey and then how it ended up where we are. Cause it's, it's really weird when you say started in the Marines and end up here mm. in sustainability. Everyone's like, what the, mm. so you always have to like walk them through it to make, see how it makes sense along the journey. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Cause, um, Jackson, he came off stage. Tom does a bit of stage work. He knows, he knows his way around the yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows yeah. his way around the stage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But it is, it's daunting doing something like that. Yeah. And and what was so funny, just came off stage and he did the typical thing. He was like, just before I went on, I I, I would like just, you know, I would, I would like to be hit by a car. Like not to be like really like injured, but like, so I didn't yeah. have to go on stage. Yeah. Like, do you, you know those, you must have those moments. Do you get it, Tom, before you Yeah, do a your... friend of mine said something similar. They were in a play 
and they were so bored of doing the play they they used to <laughs> fantasize about being stabbed not like a not not anything fatal but like a, a, surf, yeah. a surface wound like so that the they, hand. just so that they could not do the show they just would just sort of fantasize about it so I, I do get that yeah getting stabbed that would be horrendous yeah. i mean there's easier ways to miss doing a show aren't there than getting stabbed I think you think about the worst case scenario, don't you? So I was thinking, imagine just walking on, stopping, center of frame and just fainting. Falling over. And I was like, everyone's going to have the footage of that. That's what, that's me done. I that's saw a video the other day of a, um, the CEO of BMW yeah. speaking at a big conference in front of all the BMW staff and he just fainted. <laughs> Halfway through, oh he just God. fell. He was talking and then he just fell backwards <laughs> in front of like 3,000 of his employees. It's like, that is what you, that is that, a nightmare, that is isn't it? Fearing, and it yeah. actually happens to this man. <laughs> Imagine we go on stage yeah. and this happens and it does. Yeah. Oh my God. I always, I always, when I did, um, Denny, have you watched it guys is strictly come dancing got to the final yeah, and yeah. um i always get thinking so what is that a 30 seconds in that's it's <laughs> normally normally less than that yeah he has given me loads of questions to ask yeah. him about it. <laughs> get out of here does you mind just bringing up bake off i would bring <laughs> <laughs> what's that oh it's just a cooking show just, just bring it up um but uh my fear of doing strictly come dancing was that every single time i was going to dance i was going to get a nosebleed it's going to be on dancing while having this I nosebleed mean, strictly come dancing is the i mean the the number of things that could go wrong Everything, yeah. while you're doing that is just i mean i don't know how you did that well well uh the big thing was shitting yourself that was what yeah. i was always really scared about doing <laughs> while you were dancing while you were dancing <laughs> i'm not honestly that's the really worst thing but but jacks with you I, i'm just <laughs> mindset for me is everything right and yeah. and what i'm really and tom you have this mm. we, we we actually have a tom and i have a very close mutual friend of ours who we think is a um psychopath because mm. they can just go on stage and separate their nerves yeah. and that from the actual situation tom you're quite good i'm really bad at it Nerves yeah. Well, I think you get better at it. I mean, I certainly wasn't like it in the beginning, but the more you, like we said, the more you do something, you just get used yeah. to it. Can you describe your business now that you have? The one that you, you know, you, yeah. when you were on stage, we met at Blue Summit, yeah. which is, um, Blue Summit is all about, uh, basically, try, it's, it's a sort of uh, conference where lots of business owners, business leaders, uh, different brands come and talk about sustainability and actually trying what we can do as a business to save the planet yeah um and you were on stage one of the keynote speakers and you did this amazing talk but what is your business so new evo was designed kind of two and a half three years ago now to address a huge issue in the advertisement industry right the advertisement industry is bad and everyone's ignoring it because it's so hard to actually work out and clear up so if you look at the carbon footprint of the advertising industry it's now double global aviation right mm. which when you tell people it's like well then you look at the inefficiencies of the actual agency ad world. And of all the content shot, only 3% ever make it out to the consumers. So you what? think of the wastage that in can't money. Be right. Yeah, money, carbon footprint. You think they, they go away and film for a week. We used to do it. We used to go and film for a week and it makes a one minute film. Mm. The amount wow. of content being shot, yeah. which equates to a huge carbon footprint, but huge cost. And actually what the world see. So we're there challenging. We're not telling brands to slow down on the way they market and the way they put content out. We're telling them to think about it in a different way, like, like considered alternatives. Like, do we need to shoot that much? Do we spend an extra day in the pre-prod and really dial into the shots we need? So then we can spend two days less on set. Yeah, It's going to be more sustainable and it's going to save money. So when we actually started looking into this a couple of years ago, we realized how big the actual issue was and realized that there was really no one in this space doing it. There's incredible initiatives coming through like um, AdNet Zero, AdGreen, which are tools you can use now, openly available tools. But we were going, okay, that's 
teaching people about their carbon footprint in this space or pointing out what's going wrong in the industry, where's the solutions? So we were like, we're going to be about solutions, taking solutions and frameworks to an industry backed up by tech, because I think that's really important that people need to be able to track their carbon footprint in the advertising world so mm. they understand where they need to reduce. Mm. And we're going to take that to the industry to try and, one, inspire, two, educate, because you need to inspire them that they want to change, then give them the education to learn about how they can do things differently. And then three, collaborate. Like actually collaborate and help them move their whole marketing into a much more positive place. Just quickly on- So not, that's something I'd never really thought about. Yeah, it, it's yeah. insane, right? This is what I was yeah. sitting in the audience and I was seeing that Jack's talk about this. Just, can you just explain just quickly, just for people who don't understand what carbon footprint is, because people, you know, and, and everyone keeps talking about, we need to offset our carbon footprint, but yeah. how would you describe what the carbon footprint is? Carbon footprint is your carbon emissions, right? So it's, it's your traveling. So if you're, if you're flying, um, the post to kind of train, that's obviously a lot worse kind of emissions you're putting out there globally, which is going to affect climate change and kind of heat up the world, the planet, yeah. basically. So that's kind of what people are talking about when they say they're going to measure the carbon footprint. And that can be individual, right? So our individual carbon footprints, our home carbon footprints, right? What energy we use into the house and things like that. And then the carbon footprint of a business. So what we were saying is everyone's looking at the carbon footprint of their business. Everyone, will they should be, are making better decisions now to make their companies more purposeful or just run better, right? With the right yeah. things in mind. But then the way they can communicate that to their consumers, their audience, whoever it is, is detrimental to the planet. So we're just saying, mm. hey, look, you're, you're doing everything else in your business to try and clean up the way you, you do business. Why don't you co concentrate on this bit as well? Mm. And what we've seen over the last two and a half year, years is um, because it's so disjointed, people use agencies, agencies use freelancers. No one wants to grip it and manage it. So it's a really disjointed beast to try and pull together and say, right, everyone jump on this. Framework. Yeah, yeah. So it's... It's a hard task. So but, you uh, work with the with the business and the ab, and the ad agency. So we we are a creative to try agency. And make the whole thing more. So we cover creative production and strategy. They're yeah. the three pillars we do at the moment. And as we expand, we want to offer more to go mm. to like a full service. And then we either work with brands to consult on ways to do better. So that's like a three year period where we go in for six months. We really dive into what their carbon footprint is of their marketing mm. and actually. There's a lot we pull out straight away and go, well, that's connecting to the consumer. So we need to leave that. That's the backbone. That's the thread of your marketing strategy. Yeah. But this, why do you do that? Well, we've just always done that. Well, it's yeah. a big expense and it's a huge carbon footprint. Yeah, we don't really need it. It's just a moment we do. Yeah. So, so straight away, you can start pulling wow. stuff out straight away that, that cleans up. And, and then the so other what thing is- So would an example of that be like, if they, were, if they wanted to go and do a photo shoot in- um, like Argentina, you would say, well, why can't you do that in London? Would, yeah, that, would so, that be an example? So of the balance, the hard balance, what we've got to do is brands need to keep on their trajectory, right? They need yeah. to keep growing. Like they, otherwise they're going to turn around and go, and this doesn't work. It just doesn't work. We need to make money and sustainability mm. slowing us down. So mm. it's our job as creatives to come together and say, right, how do we mix the two? How yeah. do we just start bringing the kind of conversation of sustainability into the pre-prod, into the actual kick off when you're talking about a campaign and saying, how can we embed it now? So mm. we're not thinking about it at the back end and just doing what everyone used to do and just offset. Do you mm. so it's how yeah, do you actually yeah. bring it to the forefront and make it a talking point and say, actually, let's not pick there for a photo shoot. Let's go to Norway because mm. they've got trams that run 100% electric all the way through the city. And like, yeah. it's that kind of decisions that people can make at the front end of, mm. of the productions. It's, it's it, basically what it is, is you're going into someone's fridge and you're saying, okay, these are the things you don't eat anymore. Let's clear those out and let's basically put you on this good diet yeah. that's going to help yeah. that's basically what it is yeah there's there's lots of problems with this though right which people don't realize 
uh, Candy Killings, my business has just become a B Corp, mm -hmm. which in short is. Uh, I don't really know. What is that? I don't really know what B Corp means. So B Corp in short basically is uh, people, planet and profit are yeah. all the same importance. Yeah. So businesses are typically run, let's make profit. Let's make anything we can do to make a profit. Let's go. Let's make profit. That's what yeah. we're, we're saying. No, actually, what we are as a business is that we're trying to go out there to do the best we can mm -hmm. to make the best suite possible and with the best business possible. So we're looking to be as sustainable. We're looking to be carbon neutral. We're not going to use palm oil. What are you going to so yeah. Those are all things. Yeah. It's rigorous to become mm -hmm. a B Corp. It took us yeah. two years, two years of constant, constant. You get these things, these points to do it. It's really hard. The problem that we have as consumers. Mm -hmm. individuals is that we don't realize how hard it is to be sustainable in a business yeah it's yeah. really hard it costs yeah. a lot of money and as you said it slows businesses down yeah so as a business owner or as a founder and there's millions and millions out there you're basically saying to them look we want you need to try and slow down the business not slow it down but you're basically juggling with that as a as a founder yeah to not slow it down but also do what we want and and now consumers are getting cross yeah. because mm -hmm. why aren't you recyclable and then as a business owner, you want to go, well, it's really expensive. We can't do it in that packaging. Yeah. We're trying our best to. Our, our margins will be too big. So what, you know, we have it with candy kittens. Why is your foot packaging not totally recyclable? We're trying to, as recyclable as possible. Okay, but do this trend. Well, then our margins will be so high. You're already, you're already worried about how much the, yeah. the sweets cost. Yeah. Yeah. The sweets cost when they got to five pounds and no one's going to buy them. Yeah. So it's hard, isn't it, as a it's, business owner? It's seriously hard. And that's why it is... Within my company, we say it is our task to marry the two. We have to make it make business sense to them. So that's where we're starting, where we say, actually, yeah, you're adding a day at the front end, but saving two days on the shoot at the back end is going to save you a lot more money. Because right? yeah. in the idea phase, it's much cheaper than the actual having 80 people on set. Like flying 10% people less round on each crew mm. over a year, that's a massive cost saving. Jax, I, I want to fire some facts that you said to me, when you not to me, Thought you were talking to me, but you're talking to the whole audience when you're on stage. Uh, these are the learnings that I learned when we were at the Blue Summit. And you said, um, six million square meters of paper is thrown away every two weeks from billboards. Not recycled. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. One yeah. But that's why would that why would they not recycle? Isn't paper really easy to recycle? Yeah. So that's it's, just negligence. Yeah. And, just, and there's like, alternatives, can't, can't but no one's highlighted the issue to then address it. It's just yeah. th this is a, the big thing about the advertising industry. People do things which, when you actually look at it, think that's so stupid. Mm. But it's actually just because it's been done like that so many times that people just come into a new role and just follow suit and carry on delivering the same thing. Yeah. Wow. The other one you said, creativity should not kill the planet. Yep. Which I, I couldn't agree with more. Yep. And I had no clue until you told us that the advertising industry is, is, is a worse carbon footprint, if I'm right saying, than aviation. Yeah. That is wild. So if you, so I, I always break it down in my head now of like our focus points as a, uh, as a business now trying to do good and put this right is one, you kind of look at the carbon footprint of the advertising world and it's scary. And there's a lot of things we can change straight away to sort that out, right? But what we need to bring is solutions, frameworks, education, inspire people to do that change. Yeah. The second thing is advertising literally reaches billions and billions of people every single day. Mm. Whether it's through TV, radio, phones, website, whatever it podcasting, is. Podcasting. Podcasting, yeah, that's a big, that's a big one. Your one's a big one. That literally reaches billions and billions of people every day. So imagine if we started weaving in sustainable kind of thoughts into our ad campaigns, right? Yeah. And I don't mean it like ruining an ad with an awfully like kind of be sustainable at the end of it. Yeah. What I mean is like when you see a luxury ad on TV and they talk about business travel, it's in a plane, put it in a train. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's little subtle changes we wow. can do that actually yeah. will have a huge impact on consumers' behaviors. Mm. Like that is powerful. That's when I say creativity shouldn't kill the planet. And creativity is such, it's one of the most powerful tools we've got. It is the most change. powerful tool. You, how many people every day are sat on their phones? It's sat watching TV, listening to radio, listening to podcasts. Imagine if we started weaving it in and change consumers' behaviors from just positively thinking about the changes we can make day to day. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. And then the third thing, which really, really excites me is, like, as an industry, the creative industry is special, right? It's so talented. Like their whole job is connect brands, stories, products to consumers, right? And they find a way to do that, however hard that is, right? Mm. Look at the things we sell online. Like some of them are bad. They literally kill people, but we still manage to connect it to them and tell yeah. them emotive stories so they yeah. buy it, right? So that's a skill. Now imagine if we used creatives globally to tell stories of hope and inspire change. Right. Them three areas, if we focus on that, that's how we're going to have a massive, incredible shift in the industry. Mm. And that, that's what excites us. Like, how do we play into that? How do we evolve that? How do we inspire that? And mm. that's our whole job, Nuevo as a company, is to bring, bring that to life and not sit there on the sideline being angry, pointing your fingers, but it's going, hey, like, come on this journey with us. Let's build momentum. Mm. You're changing mindset, though. Yeah. Which is one of the hardest things to change. Yeah. Because we're so ingrained in our routine yeah. and what we do. And you're trying to persuade your consumer, the customer, the world, change what you're doing now and do what we're trying to tell you to do. Yeah. Do, you, do you think it's the it's the, the business mindset that has to change or the consumer well, well, mindset? Well, this is, this is interesting, or Tom. Or does the consumer mindset change when the business mindset changes? Tom, this is interesting because I, you've just nailed something on the head, which I was which I was going to say, yeah. is that one of the biggest things that I, I, I heard is... Um, it is imperative that companies of all sizes take action. Business leaders tackling climate change will be better off now and in the future. People keep thinking it's the individual. It's not now. It's mm. the businesses. Yeah. The businesses are the ones who need to make the change and then everyone else will follow. Yeah. We, that's fair to say, yeah. right? And the, the business can do it much a much easier transition if they inspire, right? So mm. when we work with our clients, we say, right, we're going to do all this work, but this should not stay at the top with the decision makers of all the work we're putting in place, right, to change their marketing engine, let's say. 
we need to communicate internally to all the staff yeah. about how important this journey is and the roles they're playing into this and what the bigger picture looks like if we get this right. Yeah. And then everyone starts buying in and they have a personal interest. And then actually they take that home. Do you know what I mean? Like if, mm. if you do it, really inspire them at work, they'll take it home and go, you know what, what can I do to be better in my own life? So this, this is, it all starts with the whole inspire people to want to learn. And then as soon as people start learning and start having that education, when they'll yeah. go and listen, learn, watch things and kind of take more in, then they're, they're equipped, they're tooled to make the better decisions going forward. Do you think it's possible with, I'm trying to think of an example of a, uh, an unsustainable, so a, like a fast fashion company like Zara or yeah. it's, um, Topshop yeah. or something like that. Topshop doesn't exist. Okay, Woolworths, so something like that. <laughs> that doesn't exist either. Zara, Zara, Zara maybe they say How Zara. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go pick another one. So presumably, like <laughs> pretty little thing. Yeah, pretty little thing for for those sort of fast fashion companies. Yeah. From the outside looking in, it looks like all they're interested in is profit, right? Yeah. So it, which you, they are. Do you think yeah. it's possible to for the people who run those companies who clearly are only interested in profit? To, do they give a shit about what you're talking about? Well, I think the... Do they pretend to give a shit? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of brands that really don't care. Yeah. A lot of people that don't care and think it's 10 years down the line, I'm going to exit in five. I don't care about that stuff. But what is quite clear now is the pressure building from consumers. Like, mm. they're okay. wise. They're smart. Like, they yeah. know what they want. They're not going to have the wall pulled over their eyes anymore. And yeah. that's that whole greenwashing saga, right? Like... You can't what's a, green, what's a greenwashing saga? Greenwashing saga, when a company kind of overinflates their sustainability credentials for personal gain. So they'll be saying, we're doing all this great stuff for the planet, but they're actually killing it massively over here. Yeah. So now consumers are not just aware of it, they're angry about being lied to, right? There's nowhere to hide. Businesses that want to survive in the future need to change now. And businesses that move now mm. before the curve mm. will thrive in the future. B Corp has already become much harder to become a B Corp. Now. Yeah, it's, we we just tipped it before, and not like oh thank God we did it, but the the stress of becoming a B Corp was very stressful, especially for the youngest business that we are. So yeah. you're right, you've got to start doing it now, otherwise yeah. you're it's basically like running for a train when everyone's doing it, yeah. and so you're going to be left behind at the yeah. platform. That yeah. analogy, do you like that? I like that analogy. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Very but much. I but I but do you not think the consumers are still shopping in these places? They're still, you know. So they are, but a, a lot of them aren't. Like yeah, it's changing. Yeah. It's literally changing monthly. Yeah. The more it's getting put out there about it, mm. the more it's being made into this serious thing, which it is. And the more people are talking about it, yeah. it's, they're changing weekly. People are going, actually, why would I buy from that when I can buy from that? Why would I get that when I get Patagonia? And they're yeah. starting to make these balances in their head because yeah. people want to wear something or be part of something or support something that stands for what they stand for. There's such a bigger picture, which is we're trying to save the planet. That's what we're trying yeah. to do. At the moment. And that's quite hard to try and persuade a business owners, you know, businesses, individuals to do that. It's, it's, it's yeah. tricky, right? Yeah. Because everyone's, we've got our own issues. Yeah. We have people, family members dying, you know, friends who are getting broken up with, your heart, all these different things. But then we've got this lingering thing which is going on all the time that mm, we sort yeah. of have to focus on. That's hard, I feel, on humans yeah. as a race. It is hard and everyone just goes to this autopilot of someone else will sort it. I care about it, but someone else will sort yeah. it. And mm. until we change that to everyone go, there is no one else, like, it is us. We have to change it. Mm. We have to come together and change this properly. That's when I think we'll start seeing real momentum. So it's just getting that message out that one positive step, however small it is, is the right step to take, right? Mm. You don't have to just go, okay, sustainability, I need to change my whole life now. I'm going to drive electric car. I'm going to do that. And all we'll change everything over overnight. You could just be going, I'm going to make one decision that's better. Yeah. And if everyone does that one decision, it's huge. 
right? So it's that's the one percent, isn't it? Change yeah. the one percent. Yeah. How fucked are we? Are we okay? I mean, in terms of plan, are we all right? I do. I, can we turn things around? Do we think? Do we? Can we turn things around if we start now? I think we can. I, I I really do think we can, and I think creative does play a massive, massive part in that. Just because when I said earlier, it meet, it reaches billions of people every day, right? Mm. So I think the fight we're fighting uh, at New Evo is completely the right fight to have mass change, and people mm. underestimate it. They look at it and go, "It's like something like four percent of global emissions in the creative industry. It's nothing." And you're like, well, no, but look at the power and influence it has. Yeah. Like all the stuff that's bad is being marketed and shot from us, the creatives, right? Mm. So it actually has a bigger part to play than people think. And I think that's why there's not many people in this space helping. Um, when you look at kind of, there was like, it was 2100, I think. The, they, they kind of used that 80 years away if, if we got to the point where it was a two degrees increase. And it was something like 99% of coral reefs would be gone, like 50% of habitat. Yeah, it was like the amount of droughts and heat waves and hurricanes and everything. It's pretty scary. Mm. It's like and what's it, that? 20, 2100. Yeah, 80, okay. 80 odd years away. And you kind of look at that and you think, shit, it's, it's bad. Did you watch that film? Don't look up. Yeah. Did you like yeah. that? Yeah, it's it's interesting how they're bringing yeah. like that. This is another part of creative plays in it. It's charged, socially charged film. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Is that the right phrase? Socially yeah, that's charged. exactly it. Yeah. yeah. You just love but, but I think DiCaprio. Was, but, but, well, but I think was their point that they, they, they think we are fucked. Yeah. Like they think it's, yeah. there's, it's there's, impossible to change. There's two kind of methods here. You either inspire and educate and move people yeah. in the right place in the positive place and, yeah. or you scare. And mm, you, scaring's a bad idea. you scare people into doing something. And I think there's, there's sense in both. I, I get the fear side is driven by anger and, and mm. I, I completely get that why. Um, but I also think my stance will always be solution-based mm. and try and move it into a positive way and try and see opportunities. Dude, um, listen, we take up lots of your time today. Tom, I don't know if you have any more questions. Um, I want to know how you got from the military into the business you're working in now. I actually completed a surveillance close protection and evasive driving course yeah. at my last camp. And part of the surveillance course was all around um, photography, filming, settings. Yeah. And I kind of got hooked and I was like, this is really cool. Mm. Went out and brought the second hand camera and started shooting locally and started building a local network of brands I'd shoot content for. And I'd mm. do it for free product. So I ended up with like a lounge full of jackets, coats, like um, back backpacks, for like Osprey backpacks and things. Um, and I was really enjoying it. I was spending all my weekends just been like, Fuck, this is a cool hobby that I'm just doing every weekend mm. um, outside the Marines. Got to a point where I said, right, I don't need any more free stuff. So I'm going to just try and charge for my time. Went back to the clients and said, right, I need to charge. I'm getting really busy on weekends. And they all came back saying, yeah. And I went, shit, I've got a business model here. Like stumbled right. across it. Right. Uh, so decided <laughs> yeah. to leave. Wait, I've got a pretty good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit, this could actually make money. Am I a businessman? <laughs> yeah, I'm suddenly a businessman. It's going to work. <laughs> like Del Boy, like this time yeah, this this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I went away, thought about it. I thought at that, at that point I was 23. So I thought to myself, if it goes wrong, if I fail, I can just do a fitness test, rejoin the Marines and I'm back to square one where I was, right? So mm. no big shakes, had no family depending on me or anything. So did that, launched a, a thing called the Rolling Rogues and started flying out teams to like different areas, real remote, hard locations. And we kind of worked out of our military background and our skill set that we could get to hard, horrible, nasty locations and film mm. incredible stuff. And we work with brands such as like Garmin on TV commercials and things doing that. So within two years, we were working with big names. And we won a contract with a discrete military unit that was really kind of 
specialist and and it's really weird for them to outsource to an agency so it was a really trusted position at that time mm. and i got approached from berkshire hathaway and i sold to them um wow. six months wow. later it's insane which is mad because i at so that, is that point, warren buffett's Warren Buffett's, yeah. So at that point, I still had a shed <laughs> in my mum's garden as the office. And I remember jumping on the first call and there was like loads of solicitors. Was it Warren and, Buffett? No. <laughs> loads of solicitors and lawyers. And then me with my little kind of accountant from down the road. And, he, and we just sat there and he looked at me, like put it on mute and went, I think we're going to need some more legal advice here. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. But yeah, sold, sold to them. So they did you make to... a chunk of money when you sold to them? Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> enough, enough to move my personal family into a... Um, Mansion, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huge, huge, an island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, enough to move out of the Marines barracks and get a place and a okay, family home and stuff. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it was a really good stepping stone for me. A good learning and a learning, learning curve, curve, right? Yeah, Amazing. huge. Yeah, wow. And it gave me the confidence. I was like, sure. wow, I can create something out of nothing here in two years' time. It could be something like this. So that's rare, mm. though. You know, that that's incredibly yeah. unique. Yeah, and, and then what was interesting was going in house there. How much I learned there about kind of how a huge corporate conglomerate like actually operates, how they yeah. move money around and how they invest back into themselves and, mm. and learning about that. So that two years taught me a lot and it was really interesting work. And that was the first time I really discovered purpose in the commercial world as well, because we were building technology for yeah. the, the military network, right? So I was building technology that if it went right and it went into um, the actual military, it was helping my friends. So mm. it was a real, like it went beyond just a job and it was like, this is, this is really, really cool. Like this is personal. Yeah. And we built two things, a stress inoculation chamber that would put kind of soldiers in virtual reality and would bring in layers of stress to see how their bodies coped with it. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And it'd be like gunshots, explosions. You put some sound, you put some smells in there and things and see how they cope. <laughs> and smell. Oh my and God. Can we yeah, get one of those because... in here? Can we try one? <laughs> oh can we put would, Jamie in one? I would freak out, I think. Yeah. I would love to that. try that. But interestingly, if, if you put them in virtual reality and it's just the, the sound um, and the sight, they don't really feel that, that they're there. As soon as you start bringing mm. in kind of smells and things as well, um, then it brings an extra element where they sort of, start tricking their brains and go, whoa, I know that smell, I know that sound, I know that, I can see what's going on. It, it, so it starts wow, feeling real. Terrifying. So that was an interesting thing we worked on. And the second one was a virtual reality mission planner. So we took open source map data, we punched mm. it into a gaming engine, and we allowed soldiers to walk around land before they deploy there. So rather than getting out and kind of seeing a map and trying to learn that while they're flying into country, they can actually walk around it in virtual reality and say, wow. right, let's mark this door up. The HLS um, helicopter landing site is going to be there. Kind of the Medevac's route is going to be there. This is our route in. This is where we're going to have over. All this stuff that comes with kind of military planning could be done just in VR within a couple of hours of Amazing. picking a location. And is that now how it, is that now how it works in, in the army? Is that what they do? I don't know where, how, where it's gone now, but yeah. it was, um, he can't say, he can't it's, say. Can't yeah, it was, that um, means, that means, yes. it was, it was in yeah. pilot stage. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure and what's, what's weird, not weird with an organization like that is as soon as you leave, you don't yeah. know what's happening there. Yeah. Okay. Which is, I'd love to see what it's become now. Cause it would have grown um, massively. But yeah, it's it amazing. That's amazing. Virtual reality. Yeah. You've you got, have you you got just, virtual reality? Yeah, you have all that porn that you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you watch. Tom told you to like, just watch this. It it's is porn. amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, just good stuff. Jess, I want to say a big thank you for coming on, man. I really, really appreciate it because I know how That's busy great. you are. Thank you. It was so good. And, um, you know, if we, if anyone wants to go and check out your business and then yeah. we're going to leave all the descriptions below, but where can we go to find all the stuff? Yeah. We are newevo.com. Um, I'm most vocal on LinkedIn. We're really posting everything we're doing on there. Um, and we're just at the moment, I won't say too much, hopefully getting some kind of documentary come out about 
how bad things are in the industry and, and the positive steps we can take to clear it up. Amazing. So, um, and I'll be narrating it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, listen, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.